Hey, Brian. What's up? Uh, I've just been seeing a lot of people give to charities lately, so I'm trying to fit in, but I can't find one that I get anything out of. Um, are you looking for something more than the intrinsic happiness you get from helping others? Yes, yes. I'm dead inside, so I want something tangible. Let's put a pin in that, uh, but I think I have something for you. Have you heard of Hope Clothing here in Kansas City? I have not, but it does sound super cool and hip even. It is. They work with KC tattoo artists who design shirts that benefit local Kansas City charities like Greenworks and Rosebrooks. They even plant a tree for every shirt sold to help the world stop burning. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> Sounds like I'm going to be paying like $100 for a shirt, though. Way less. In fact, if you use promo code DEBATE10 at checkout, you can save an additional 10%. Uh, I've heard enough. Where can I find these kick-ass shirts? Easy. HopeClothingKC.com. They even offer free shipping. Uh, where? HopeClothingKC.com. Right, but where is that? The internet. Oh, Nice! Okay, that's the end of the bit. HopeClothingKC.com. The promo code is DEBATE10. This is Debates on Tap. It is good. <laughs> it's very good. Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, it's whatever. fine. It's fine. That's how you know. Mango. That's how you know I'm. You're ready, getting ready for some shit. Go on. I had a pretty good, pretty good week this week. But let me tell you, my my neck is killing me. Oh no. Do you guys want to know why? No, no, I, I'm okay without knowing. Yeah, okay, good. It was your neck hurt. Yeah, come on, tell us. I'm worried From about your neck. The goddamn whiplash of emotions <laughs> that we had. <laughs> From, from riding high off the oh Comic-Con my wave. God. I don't know what you're talking about. It, everything seems normal. It hasn't been a hell of a week for uh, many reasons. Do you che- did you check Twitter or the internet at all? Uh, I've actually been off the internet since you about give up for Monday. Yeah. yeah, so what's going on? Um, you remember how we told you that we were Comic-Con panelists? Yeah, hell yeah, how can I forget? It's well, a, one of the highest moments of my life. Well, there's this severe and significant, you know, like respiratory illness going around called oh, bronchitis. COVID-19. Uh, it has canceled just about everything. What? <laughs> yeah, watch your neck. <laughs> your neck went Are way we far shooting back. our guns at it? What are we doing? <laughs> How are we combating this virus? We're, we're doing our best, however. Um, are we? No. <laughs> our government is not doing our best. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a political podcast. It sucks. It sucks, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's very um, it's irritating. It's disappointing, but the good news is they are postponing until fall. And yes. and as far as I know, we do not lose our spot just because they are postponing. Fingers crossed. But well, you yeah, know, we'll you know why? I mean, like usually colds go down like when it gets warmer in the summertime. Uh, yeah. You you want know, you know why? I I've always wondered that. Because it's called a cold. <laughs> oh. It's it warmer. <laughs> I, I it's forgot hot. to hire the drummer, but <laughs> I can find I can find it on garage. Yeah, yeah. I think. yeah, yeah. Put it in. <laughs> plug it in. Uh, welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm Brian. I'm Brendan, and I'm Quarantine Vargas. <laughs> it's been weird. It has. I haven't been able to lick anyone's face. You know how that's yeah. like greet people like yeah. that. you do. Yeah, you're yeah, like you're yeah. a big licker. Yeah, big, big, big old licker. <laughs> Oh, Liquor. man. <laughs> I do barely know her. <laughs> it. Uh, what have you been doing to, to cheer yourself up with? Nothing. I've been drinking. Yeah, you've been. You brought us this beer. I did. 
I didn't bring you guys beer. And I, uh, I will say I'm proud to see that it is a sticker on a metal can. Silver can with a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of Second Shift? I think I've so. Heard of double Shift in Kansas Maybe City. that's why I'm thinking of Double Shift, yeah. I've not heard of Second Shift. They're out of St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, and this is their hibiscus wit. It is like, it's an interesting taste. I, I'm, I've like drank all of it. It's it kind of, was weird. It, but, not in a bad way. No, but it's like, it's not at all. The hibiscus is very forward in the mouth. And it, I think it gives you that instead of just like a faint It does have smell. a lot of flowery yeah. taste to it. But yeah. it's, it's nice. I, I dig it. It's, very nice. it's floral in a way that like lavender is, but it doesn't have that lavender taste. It, that's, you know. You know, when you find a, you see a good floral pattern shirt and you're like, that's not too much. <laughs> that's what it's like. Yeah, like like a faint paisley. Yeah, <laughs> this beer is a faint paisley. No, it but works. I, I I dig it. Yeah, you said it's from St. Louis. Yeah. St. Louis, yeah. Nice. I, yeah, I'd never heard of them before. Saw them on the shelf. Picked oh, look. it up. Artwork by Kyle Scarborough, the Washington Tattoo Collective. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was cool too. Oh, I see. So we're kind of stealing Hope Clothing's whole thing about Ooh, uh, getting tattoo artists to do things on other things than tattoos. <laughs> kind of bullshit, I would say. But also check out HopeClothingKC.com. <laughs> Well, luckily they put it on a beer, so Hope Clothing doesn't have to sue. Well, I don't want to s- tell you my next business venture, but it's it's beer. Uh oh, <laughs> it's just drinking a lot oh, of buddy. beer. Careful! Oh, it's just drinking the beer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I have been waiting because you know we recorded um, in advance last time we recorded, so I haven't gotten a chance to talk about this band that I haven't shut up to Vargas about. Sure. Uh, uh, yes. It's it's called it's called Zeal and Ardor. And I think everyone should listen to them. So they're kind of, um, it's kind of a, it's 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 a weird like gospel religious type. Uh, you can I can say the word slave chant because that's kind of what it is. Like those like the working songs. I think, I think most people would say the... it's a, it's an African American spiritual. But well, the the founder and um, the founder of the band called they, it slave chants, called? zeal and ardor. They're so um, good, I won't even make the Zealand farter joke. <laughs> but they mix that with like... Uh, oh, Zealand they, Arthur. That's in New Zealand. Yeah, no, Arthur's past. No. Okay. So they... It's, it's zeal and ardor. Oh! Not... Sorry, not new... I have. I didn't pick up the new Zealand ardor. <laughs> it's... Blues, gospel, and soul meet harsher music. Yeah, they, they mix a little black metal in there. And... Uh, oh, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> It's really good. It actually started. Uh, so the the man's name is Emmanuel uh, Gagno. I'm I know I'm going to pronounce that wrong, but there's an X in there, and you never know when there's an X in Those someone's Swiss, name. Swiss, I tell you what. Yeah, Swiss American uh, band, and he actually started it. This band as a um, kind of a challenge because somebody was being a dick on 4chan. He he he's a musician. Yeah, I know, right? It's surprising on 4chan. I know. Yeah, surprised me too. <laughs> he's he's a musician. He's in a few bands, and he was like. Give me two styles, you know, and I'll see if I can mash them up. And this was way back in like 2015 or oh, something. Oh, yeah, sure. And some big fucking asshole was like, how about inward music? But he did not say inward. Yikes. I think we all know what he said. I, yeah. And some other guy, you know, he took multiple people's comments and another guy went black metal. And he was like, you know what? Just to fuck, you know, fuck this guy. Yeah. I'm not going to get mad about it. I'm going to make this and I'm going to make it really good. So he made this bluesy gospel 
African spiritual stuff, but it's not about heaven. It's a lot of it's very, very dark lyrically. Sure. But he does it in such a beautiful way. And I think everyone should listen. Um, Zeal and Ardor. Zeal and Ardor, A-R-D-O-R. They have three albums out. One is a live album that was released last year in 2019. Um, Their debut album, uh, oh God, I had it in my head. Their newest album, Stranger Fruit, came out in 2018. And before that, Devil is Fine in 2016. Um, he wrote and recorded the album himself. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. Uh, and if anyone's looking just for a quick song, my favorite is off their first album, Devil is Fine, and it's called Blood in the River. Um, you should listen to it because it's super good. Nice. I'm going to make Brendan listen to it after this. I mean, I, I think so. We will force you. Speaking of weird music, um, there's been a lot of a lot of music that's come out the past two weeks that I've really enjoyed. Um, the first is a mongolian metal band the who or the, the you the, the you yeah, yeah yes. the, the you the who whatever super it is. good they have an album called the garrig which is amazing um i stumbled across these guys i don't know a couple weeks ago and they've had like stuff on their youtube channel for forever but they finally released the album like at the end of like the year yeah and it's they're all classically trained instrumentalists who use mongolian traditional instruments to like make rock music and like yeah. And it's amazing. And they do the throat singing. And, and it's yeah. so fucking good. It's so catchy. Like, yeah, know, like, it is. It, it's so catchy because it, it's all like rock riffs and like metal riffs and stuff. But like, it's like Mongolian instruments and it's amazing. It's so interesting. Um, so I highly recommend that. My favorite um, uh, song of the album is Shug Shug. It's, it's so catchy. So good. That's a good one. Very, very good. Uh, I like Wolf Totem, but the one without the dude from Papa Roach. Not yeah, the they, they the did. Dude. They started. Old Jacoby Shaddix. Yeah, they started. Uh, uh, mixing, yeah, like adding in new like people to do. You got to get. You, I mean, you got to promote somehow. Yeah. You do, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, as well as uh, Code Orange, uh, just released an album just yesterday called oh. Underneath, and it is nuts. Like uh, Code Orange is. Uh, they started out way back in the day as the Code Orange Kids, and they were very much like punk hardcore, and they've kind of like morphed into this whole like I've talked about Harm's Way and Vain, like this metal hardcore industrial type of sound, and like almost new metal-ish. Um, but Code Orange has played around with uh, adding in weird electronical, like, electronic like glitches into their out, al- like like that makes their timing off and things like that. In this album, they really embrace it as part of like the theme. And there's shit in it that's like, like made my jaw drop, like the way like they play it and go through it. Is it is it like the Japanese glitch music? Kind of. Where like the whole thing is they take this is like artifacts and like stretch them into songs. Well, this is like it'll go through like the typical like metal hardcore structure and then like it'll glitch out and become something else and then like they'll go back to it or like it'll like they'll they'll have something going and then it'll just drop out or something will happen to it and it'll pick back up. Um, Supposedly, they were supposed to have their album release. I think today, like as as recording, this is the fourteenth. Um, but because of COVID-19 and everything, they had to cancel it. But they're still putting on the show in an empty like place. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. And they're basically because they, they're like, we've been working on this album for two years now. Um, we've been putting together the live show. It's something special. So I'm super interested to see how they like put this thing together. Because yeah. I can only imagine playing this shit live would be insane. Yeah. So I'm I'm pumped to see that. It's gonna be tonight, like on Twitch, like you're streaming it on Twitch or something like that. So I'm pumped for, to see that. I forgot. Speaking because we're both doing music right now, I have a bone to pick with you. How come you never told me about Apple Music? This is like the best thing in the world, and you've never said a word about it to me. Is that something you needed to be told about? <laughs> you know I've signed off the internet. 
That's a joke because Brennan has been telling me to get Apple yeah, Music I've been, for Yeah, I think uh, I've been a like pushing on him like to, before it came out. I think yeah, I was like, hey, Apple's doing this thing, man. They're going to do it. Um, no, Apple Music, yeah. I, I, if Apple Music, I know Vargas, I think you have Google Music or something. I do like have that. Google Play Music. It's the same thing, but yeah. like it's 10 bucks a month for everything. I'm on my free trial still. And it's, it's yeah, incredible. It is because I've been, I was like, oh, we really want to buy this new album from Zealand Arter. And they're the right. ones that I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Signed up for my free trial. Mm-hmm. You, there's so much music out there. There's guys. so much music, yes. and you can download it and put it on your phone. Yeah, and, and I that's do. The, it's the best. I had to it's delete awesome. every other app, but now I can have all the music <laughs> I want. And I my phone smokes every time I play music. But <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. But the Google Play Music comes with ad-free YouTube for free. Oh, oh yeah, nice. That's fucking guy. Anyway, yeah. what else is new? I guess over there, Are you Anything gonna talk about some YouTube? YouTube without commercials? Yeah, I've got YouTube without commercials. <laughs> oh, one more album. Yeah, a Beneath the Massacre came out with a new album, and they are uh, technical death metal. And it, they haven't come out with an album for like seven or eight years. But this album is called Fearmonger. In buddy, let me tell you, I tell me <laughs> did not know I needed that spot filled in my body, but I needed some. Every once in a while, crazy, you got to have your tech death. Well, that's hole what like I, it like just popped up out of nowhere, and people were like, "Oh shit, Beneath the Massacre's coming out with a new album." It's like. Oh, great. And then everyone reviewed it and went, this thing is the shit. And so I listened to it and it is indeed the, the shit. shit. It's the actual shit. So if you like their drummer, I think Vargas would really appreciate because their drummer, does sh- they have a new drummer oh, and the, the stuff that he does on some of the songs is I, I like get chills and it's insane. Cool. So you should definitely check it out. But, I will. but yeah, so Beneath the Massacre. What about you? What, what Apple music have you been listening to? <laughs> None. Oh, I, I had all this stuff playing for my whole life and then... Everybody got sick, and now I can't do anything. Sure. Well, I was supposed to be going to a St. Louis Blues game yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, how that was going to go. You're still going to St. Louis, though, right? Negative. Oh. There's no point. I was going to say, yeah, because NHL shut down, XFL shut down, yes, everything shut down. I can't down. even root for the Battle Hawks. ESPN's just going through old shit now. Like They're like, we don't know what to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of March Madness, they need to make Mahomes <laughs> Madness. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All month long. He's got two seasons worth. It'd be good. I think people would watch. <laughs> anyway, regionally. <laughs> I'm sorry this this uh, strain of virus has affected your life personally in this way. Yeah, no one has <laughs> suffered because of this more than me. <laughs> it canceled my weekend plans. It canceled my weekend plans and then next weekend's plans. We can't even go to Beer Hall. Tell me about it. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, they closed down, so we so can't go. You know Boulevard okay, Beer. Right? Right. We've had it many times. Okay. Is there anything else, anything new other than... Not really. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, just like literally my next two weeks were just like right. tanked, but well, it's okay. You know, it's fine. Now you can practice social distancing very well. Yeah, let's play some PlayStation I later. Get, I guess I'll start I brought now. my Switch. See, we're fine. I'll build us a tent. <laughs> it is. I was going to mention it is kind of weird recording this episode with all of our faces wrapped in saran wrap. It's strange. It's a strange feeling. But well, that's the way to keep out the toxins. Yeah, we're all in separate so, rooms. And, and the mics Do you see the giant, g- the giant crystal I have set in the middle of the table? Yeah, it matches the one I'm wearing on my neck. Yeah, correct. So get rid of everything. I wish we had done Mongolian, the metal, the U. Yeah. A little closer to right now, which is when I'm going to talk about last week's episode. Let's, two weeks, last let's, episode. Before we do, do that, oh, do no. we want to dive into the ghost investigation now or later? Later. Some other time. Later. Okay. What did we do last we, time? Last time we did uh, cryptids. Yes. Yes. My, my boy Brendan gave me the Jersey Devil. Sure did. Who ended up winning that episode. <laughs> that was the Jersey Devil. I didn't... No, he's no, got a goat, I, goat face, so it's... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I did a, I did a lot of audio research, and I never heard that. I heard of Yo, fucking Vinny, look at this fucking <laughs> oh thing. God. Look at this fucking thing. Vinny, and, then, and it's then, behind us. Vargas's pick was the Mongolian death worm. Yeah, which is uh, it was just kind of a, it's just kind of a worm, <laughs> but it can kill you in Mongolia from a couple of can kill you meters away <laughs> hypothetically. If it were has real. anyone been killed by the Jersey Devil? If it's real, it kills animals, bro. Stop. What? I, look, this is going to be quick because I'm still going Jersey Devil. Because to me, <laughs> it's infinitely cooler and more metal than a worm. Now, I could definitely see some kind of movie being made about the Mongolian death worm. There has been a it's movie Trimmers. made. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's called Death Worm. Oh, was and it, it was released a sci-fi on Sci-Fi Movie? I was going to say, the movie would be on sci-fi for sure, but a Jersey Devil movie, now that would be in Hollywood. No, that was just a video game on PlayStation. What was it called? Jersey Devil. See, that sounds cooler than Death Worm. It was not. <laughs> well, you know, we may never know. It's neither here or there, and we have no way to access it. Earthworm Jim or... was way cooler than Jersey Devil. I do remember oh, Jersey Devil. Jersey yeah. Devil. The little, yeah, the little guy. He was a... Although he has more characteristics of a bat, so it could be Jersey bat. No, it's it's fine. You can pick you can pick a hockey team over a worm that can kill you from meters away. I know, man. That's but that's see, this is my problem. What strikes that's your, fear more? The Jersey that's your Devil only the... argument. <laughs> that was the the one the biggest no, thing you had. No, my biggest argument was that I think mine has the potential to be real. I don't, want, I don't I, want that. We wanted. I want cool. I want neat. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'll say this. I didn't say it in the, the original show. Manatees aren't real. You're doubling down, aren't you? <laughs> no. Oh. I would argue that the Jersey Devil isn't even a cryptid because it's just a myth. It's a mythical creature. All right. Well, let's How hold off on the you, M word. They don't like the M word. We're going to pause it's the not recording. A... I got shit to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. It's fine that you're going with the baby that turned into a goat. Yeah, bat. Yeah, yeah the thirteenth child of Mrs. Leeds. Like it's awesome. That's a good. That would be a good song name. The thirteenth child of Mrs. Leeds because it's yeah. just niche enough for people to know. Anyway, it's true. So this time, Vargas, you uh, gave us. Ooh, this seltzer is good. Yeah, we can't <laughs> say we legally can't say the first part, but this fud fight seltzer <laughs> is really. Why can't we say the first part? You want to get sued? <laughs> Just the shitting boy. So uh, yeah, yeah, this time Farscape and SG One, Stargate SG One specifically. Yeah, that's, that's what. It. That's it. Which one's better? You want you want <laughs> ding, an, ding. and you want an episode. Well, that's well, how just Brendan and I treated it. <laughs> yeah, so whether you want it or not, that's what you're going to get. We're going to give you kind of how we did with his with okay. TNG. Okay, right. Uh, we will do a little off the bat. Yes. Do you know anything about Stargate? Or, or Farscape? I've seen the movie with Ultron and uh, Snake Plissken. <laughs> Correct. I've yes. seen that movie. Good. You're already... <laughs> yeah, you're in. Prime. Yeah. Yeah. To, to I, will, I will say the movie is much different than SG-1 oh, specifically. Very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. However... But uh, are, wait, are you familiar with Farscape at all? I know that it exists. Okay. For sure. So you have no like... You're hopping in blind. Yeah, blind. Well, basically, I know right? that uh, Jason Momoa... Was in Stargate? Atlantis. Atlantis. Yes. Which he is, had dreadlocks. But he did. He did. <laughs> See, I'm pretty good. But uh, he's doing SG one, which is not Atlantis. Yeah. Okay. Just I want to make sure you're on the same page. So which, he tries which to episode use... is Jason Momoa in? Uh he's in Stargate Atlantis, which you did not say you wanted to see. Uh no I'm kidding. Uh 
Uh, you, okay. So you're going first? So I'll, yeah, since we're, since we're already kind of Clearly. talking about Stargate, yes. Okay. Uh, so Stargate SG-1 is a show that is actually, it's almost, it's a direct sequel to the movie. Okay. So since you are familiar with the movie, you're already primed and ready to go. Episode one of Stargate SG-1 uh-huh. is, it takes place a year later and uh-huh. it's Snake Plissken's character, he's a different guy, <laughs> oh, and okay. Ultron's character, he's a different guy. But it's those two characters okay. start like SG-1 essentially. Got it. And SG-1 is what? If that's the team that protects the Stargate. Uh-huh. So, so yes, it basically. Yeah. So basically, uh, it, it kind of, so just the general idea of Stargate, right? To, to break down the movie real fast. The movie is essentially about, they find this random gate that can transport them to other dimensions through the stars, through the stars. They enter the Stargate. It transfers them to like an Egyptian world where they find out, um, that the Egyptians found the Stargate years and years ago. They found, gods and raw and basically the show capitalizes on that and basically says oh yes all of like mythology and religion and gods are from these stargates and there's uh-huh. many different ones there's um, a lot of stargates many many stargates uh-huh. um so yes yeah, so that's the show opens with the the episode one because i will say that like i approach this like we talked about like i wanted to find a good episode yeah and then i went well let me just I, if the first episode the pilot episode of stargate sg1 is like the seat it's an hour and a half long the oh. first episode oh it's, it's like it's an actual movie it's like a almost. movie okay i was like let me just dive into it and watch it and then i just kept watching and i was so like good. oh shit like okay. this, this is legitimately a good show by the way first off brendan and i think that you should watch both of yeah. these and that's okay. that's another thing i want to touch on here after we both go is that like i think i'd mentioned to you this before but did you know this is an actual like debate online where people are like <laughs> extremely civil. You brought this up during it's the on last three recording. Chan. It's on three. It's chan. on three. Chan. Where uh, people are where civil. People to each are, other. Like yeah, yeah. people all the time on Reddit in all kinds of different like sci-fi threads. They ask, "Should I get into SG One or Farscape?" And people generally say, like ninety-five percent of people are like, "Watch both." But here's why I think this one's better. But they're like, as soon as you finish this one, watch the next one. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And it's fascinating. It's really interesting. Um, but yeah, so Stargate SG One. Um, it's about essentially. Uh, four main characters uh-huh. uh, who just travel around and do interesting things. It's very moralistic. It has a lot of great themes. It's very action-packed. And I was surprised how cinematic it is. Okay. Like, it's it's shot very cinematically. They go different places. They travel through the Stargate, things like that. I think it holds up well. And it holds up very well. Like, I, I was very surprised. So you have Snake Plissken. Uh-huh. You have Ultron. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have a, a female character team. who is like a commander. She's just part of the team and things like that. Uh-huh. Then you have an alien character who actually is the voice of Kratos in God of War. Oh. Christopher Judge, I think his uh-huh. name is. And he's got a snake on his head. So he's actually... So yes, they find him in like the first episode. Uh, he, the big bad of the whole show to start uh-huh. with, it turns out it wasn't actually in Stargate, like the movie. Uh-huh. It wasn't actually these uh, Egyptian like gods and creatures, like Ra and Apophis and everything like that. It was this parasitic alien creature that attaches to them and can do that, and it's looking to wipe out the entire galaxy. Ah. So that's what, like, that's in episode one, that's what happens. Like, it's like, they have to create this team to fight this, like, creatures Creature. and blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, I think his name is Tial or something like that. Chris, the guy with the thing on his forehead. Kratos, yeah. Kratos. <laughs> yeah, Kratos. He is actually, uh, he is a genetically engineered slave of these creatures, and his prime job is as a fighter, but he also has like one of the par- like the larva of the creatures uh-huh. in his belly. So that's his job is like as he fights and does things, he has this creature inside of him. So that's like a whole thing throughout the show too. Uh-huh. 
Um, the episode I picked for you, because I think this is what's going to grab you really good. It's uh-huh. in season one. Uh-huh. It's episode 10. It's called Thor's Hammer. They visit Asgard, find Viking mythology, Viking people, and find Thor, and then have to do a whole adventure where they have to get outside of Thor's Hammer, which is like a weapon to fight this creature, like the creatures. Uh-huh. And it is so much fun. Like, I think this episode is like right up your alley. One, because it opens up with just like, we're trying to find allies yeah we found this other dimension through a stargate that is asgard yeah and it, and it they talk about the thor mythology and then they go it's pretty wild let's go yeah and yeah you you see meet thor you meet everyone like the vikings and things like that and it's this fun just simple adventure of them trying to get the asgardians on their side as well escape like a, yeah. a bad situation okay and that's essentially what every episode is i since it's so similar to like uh star uh star trek and things like that uh-huh I, I will say, like, I actually was going through this show and digging it a little bit more than Star Trek and TNG and things like that. So that's that's going to be my question to both of you guys is on the scale of Star Trek to Firefly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where does it does it land? This feels more like Firefly-ish okay. than Star Trek. Okay. Because it, it's, it's a smaller group of characters who, like, interact with each other. And that's, like, the whole, like, thrust of the show. Mm-hmm is these characters going and doing adventures and like there's this whole overarching, like every season has like overarching thing and their, their main goal is to stop and fight these people. You know what I mean? And how many seasons are there? Uh, there is 10 seasons if oh, I remember right, okay. but like it crosses over Stargate Atlanta started like around season five or six and has a lot of crossover. So then you can just keep watching it. There's two direct to DVD or direct to whatever movies of Stargate SG one that also like bookends everything. Huh. Then they have Stargate Universe, which has some of the same characters and like in other things like that. Um, what do you want? Wh- where'd you stream it? It, it? It's it's all on Hulu, and but I wa- I watched on Amazon Prime since I okay. don't have Hulu. Yeah. But if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, all ten seasons are totally free. Wild, yeah. It's a good show. It, it is. It's. I was surprised about how in like in depth it is because I think it, it hits that niche of what I was like really looking for in like a sci-fi show uh-huh. of really interesting, fun characters who genuinely care about each other going on an adventure to solve a problem all while having like an overarching like thing. They're also trying to do, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's fun. Like all the characters are, are different enough to be really interesting and you're invested in them. Like in Thor's hammer, there's a whole thing where um, as soon as they land on the planet, like go through the Stargate and get on the planet, the whole reason Thor set up his hammer safety system was to prevent this parasitic race to to getting on the planet. Okay. And right. since their Kratos has a parasite inside of him, that's just like that's his immune system basically. Uh-huh. It captures him, and one of the oh. other guys, like Snake Plissken, grabs onto him, and they both get transported inside the hammer. Oh. And have to go through like a labyrinth maze and try to get out of it. And it's super great because at the end of it, it has a really great moral question of like do we do this or do we do that? Uh-huh. And it's all, it's, it's interesting. And I will say like looking for, like I made it like, I, I watched a lot of the show <laughs> like, uh, and then I kind of was reading ahead in, you know, later on in the season, like the big bad, um, I won't spoil a whole lot for you, but they, they come across the thing where he is essentially dying and they capture him. Then they realize that he actually has a bigger bad above him and they, it's like this whole moral thing of like... It was Jesus. They captured Jesus <laughs> and realized that God was above ah. him. And they, they realize, well, should we f- like kill this guy or revel in his misery or do we like help him? And it's, yeah. it's super interesting because for like several seasons, you're going, yeah, fuck this dude. This dude sucks. Yeah, and then then they, you actually like lay down and like get to talk to him and it's, it's totally different. 
Cool. So, I mean, SG one is phenomenal and great. And we can talk more here in a second or two after Brian goes, but it's a little bit, a little bit of heresy that he laid on you saying that it's better than star Trek. He is allowed to like it better. I did not say it was better. I think it hit my, it hit him in his spot more. Yeah. Yeah. More. Yeah. Yeah. In his sci-fi spot, which as we know is (laughs) you have to, you have to have a curve to get up and hit the the sci-fi spot. Uh, I was a big fan of SG one. Uh, I think, Farscape is going to hit your sci-fi spot. Ah. I think it's going to curve just the right way for yours <laughs> okay. to be tickled a little bit more than Stargate. Okay. Because as Stargate, he, he mentioned it was closer to Firefly, and I would sort of say it's just in the middle, but on, on the Star Trek side, because yeah. See, it's... and that's what I would originally have thought. Again, I don't know anything about these shows, yeah. but like I would have thought that SG-1 seems like it slants more Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And Farscape when, seems when you, more... When you put these two on a scale together, yeah, yeah. it's definitely more Star Trek than Firefly with Farscape because Farscape is closer to Firefly. Yeah, and that's that's if you put the... like If, if, you you, if you're looking at Farscape and Stargate right. together. Yeah, Farscape goes more Firefly-ish yeah. than that. But I would still say SG-1, from what I've watched, leans more towards like the Firefly-ish stuff. Okay. But it is a lot like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. wrong. But... Okay. Yeah. Farscape... You, okay. So Vargas, again... This is for you. Me. This is specifically skewed to you. Yeah, gimme. This is not for the Reddit or the 3chan debates. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. You like comic books? I do. I do. Yes. Oh. The stack Uh-oh. over there? All yours. Yeah. You like, uh, you've played the video game Mass Effect? I have. How did you like that? It was good. It's liked fun. it pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going to love Farscape for those two reasons, because this is the definition of a space opera. Okay. It's very pulp. It's very out there and wild. Nice. And it's also produced by Jim Henson's production company, and there are tons of practical effects effects and puppets. I do like that. Uh, the, so this astronaut, John Crichton, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're, try, they're testing this theory of basically the slingshot theory of how you can get farther in space using uh, planets' uh, gravitational pulls and things. Uh-huh. They're testing that. It goes wrong. He goes through a wormhole. And is captured by this ship, which is a living ship, much like the ship, some of the ships in Mass Effect. That's cool. Um, so he's put on the ship with these, uh, you find out they're escaped prisoners. They're farce escaped prisoners. Ah, now you're getting ah. it. <laughs> but what I love about the show is that you actually learn about the world with the main character. That is cool. So even when things are, you're like, what the fuck is going on? 10 seconds later, John Crichton, the main character, will be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. But he's also an astrophysicist, so it kind of, I mean, there's always... Ins- so I can relate to him. You can relate to him, because you get it. You have, yeah. I'm smart. In, but you know, in the, there's always those tropes of dumb humans don't know anything about outer space, right? Yeah. He, in the very first episode, which, by the way, is the one I'm picking, I think you need to watch the pilot. Ooh. Because... S1. Well, S1. One. S1. SO1. Yeah. S1. E1. E1. You won't miss anything. Uh, or or you will you will miss a lot by not watching this uh-huh. but you won't uh you won't miss anything i guess this is this isn't the best episode but you're not going to miss the things from the best episodes that you couldn't get out of this one if that makes sense sure yeah, yeah. so there are better episodes but this one i think you're going to really enjoy because it's sort it's of the like the best an, jumping on point yeah yeah mm-hmm. for sure and there's a lot that goes on kind of like Brennan's. there's a lot of of inner cast action going on uh-huh. but again a lot of puppets and stuff i think you're going to enjoy but there's this big overarching theme or overarching story that pits the protagonist, John Crichton, against the antagonist, Scorpius. But it's 
but it's very <laughs> but it's very interesting because Scorpius is also fighting something even worse. But he's one of those people that's going through it the exact wrong way. Like he wants he's a Thanos kind of in, in John Crichton's head. I mean, honestly, yeah. In John Crichton's head, he has the secret. He uh, the secret to worm travel, wormhole uh, travel, yeah. basically, right? And that's something that hasn't been mastered by any race. And Scorpius wants to take it from him to destroy this evil alien race, right? But he's going about it all I the see. wrong ways. I see. But like I said, so this is super space opera y. And I think that's the aspect that you're going to like a lot more than than Stargate. Uh huh. Because, I mean, you can get your, your fill of like the Star Trek, the less wild stuff through yeah. a lot of different places. But Farscape is one of those where it's just so insane. There's a whole episode where he goes to a coma and he dreams in Looney Tunes. That's cool. So like all of this, all this shit is happening like in Looney Tunes, but it's like stuff that's real and happening outside and he needs yeah. to like learn from it and stuff. Um, there's a lot of alien races. It's not just humans was, that look like uh, that. I was going to say, t- tell me about the supporting characters. So you have, there's, I mean, there's a few tr- They're all the pr- archetypes or tropes. Okay. So one yeah. is like a, a blue priest that's super, um, not peaceful, but like high thinking kind uh-huh, of, uh-huh. but her race also has again, fucking sci-fi writers. Her race has this thing where their sexual appetite is like super high and blah, blah, blah. Right. Nice. I mean, stuff, stuff. Nice. then you have like the, the rough war race that the, the other man, another main character is part of, um, the ship is living and you actually find out it's pregnant halfway through the season. Oh, and it's something that sweet. all the characters like, it's one of the things that all the characters bond around because they all start to care for the ship. Of course. Yeah. Um, then you have this like king who's a puppet and he's just on this floating chair and he doesn't, <laughs> he's out of touch with reality because he used to be a king, but he's a yeah. prisoner. And then you have the pilot of the ship, quote unquote, which is a very interesting, another puppet. And it's a very interesting like neutral party and all of the, all this stuff. Um, one of the best things about it is the villain Scorpius never really comes off as like, I mean, he, he's definitely the villain, but he has so much interaction with John Crichton that it's almost like he's not a villain. He's just an antagonist. Yeah. He's just there. Like a thorn in their side. He's the yang to John Crichton's yin. Oh, oh kinda, I get, yeah, yeah. Thing. He's not necessarily bad, but he's just the the opposite of sort of yeah. Right. Um, and it's and it's super interesting. And like I said, you're you're gonna love just like a comic book with how wild it is. It's acceptable because you learn about everything as everyone else learns about it, uh-huh. and that's kind of how it is. You don't have to accept the world because the world is new to not only you but to the main character. So you all learn about it and learn these things as you go. Um, Super interesting, and uh, I think you're you, you really love the pulp aspect of it. And where did you watch it? It's also on Amazon. Nice. So as long as you have Amazon Prime, you're good for both yep. these. I will yeah. say, like, because I'll give a positive and a negative to to like Farscape. The positive thing is that yeah, it's it's super interesting because uh, the creators basically didn't want to create a, a sci-fi show where the aliens were just people in like mask and makeup, which uh-huh. there is some of that in the show. So that's why they created puppets and like interesting creatures and things like that. Was to create was to yeah. have that you know what I mean more visual distinctness yes sure. uh, so like the couple negatives I'll say because again Farscape from what I've watched after talking with Brian things like that it's super fun super interesting it is very much more of like a cartoon like a space cart like a cartoon brought to life okay. which is both like a good and bad thing you know yeah, what I mean yeah. I'm with you um, but also it only ran for like four seasons so you don't have that much of it yeah and I will say that like the first season ish is kind of slower. Like, you can almost again, skip the whole first season. Yeah, There's like three or four episodes people, that you don't want to skip. People but. on 3Chain actually do like tell people, they say, listen, if you watch the first couple episodes and you're not really into it, just go to the second season. Like basically just know that, yeah, like 
it's this guy. He's finding shit out. He lives on a living space station. Uh, here's a couple of big beats and then just go the second season. Interesting. Which I don't think is necessarily a good thing. You know what I mean? I mean, especially when you have four seasons. Correct. Like, but I, I will say that like SG-1 is is not that at all. It is interesting and thematically interesting and morally interesting. And then the idea of them finding, you know, it's kind of like mild spoilers, like Greek mythology, Roman mythology, like all these things and this whole idea of the Stargates connect to these other like worlds that people have deified mm-hmm. is super interesting. And you're not only fighting throughout SG one, like, cause again, I've, I've not been able to watch all of SG one, Yeah, but like you have this main villain antagonist creature thing force throughout the first few seasons. And then it switches to another one that they're fighting and another one they're fighting. Um, yeah. So um, SG one is far more, I will say now that I, now that I think more about it, Farscape, it is more of like the Star Trek side, but I, I think it's a pretty good middle ground between like Firefly and Star, and sure. Star Trek. Whereas like Farscape is far more of like, it kind of goes past like Firefly with so it's if you're like put it on the spectrum and be Star Trek and Farscape. That oh, that okay. is spectrum. Exactly. Okay. Basically. Firefly yeah. Firefly is, is a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Whereas, cause again, I think, yeah, Farscape is interesting, but it's, it's, and it's good. Don't get me wrong. But I think in the grand scheme of things, like it's, it's less of what, you know, you, you would want in a sci-fi show and it is far more Looney Tunes, Looney Tunish and kind of, and still kind of boring that first season. Okay. You know, and the one negative I'll give Stargate, of course, because I have to. Yeah. I love Stargate. I love. That's the thing is that like, we, um, like we said earlier, both these are great. Like watch them both. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's almost the opposite of Farscape's problem where the well kind of runs dry for a little bit until they get, you know, after like season three of Stargate, you kind of get some like, well, I mean, you did uh, this, but with a different skin. Yeah. But and then, then Stargate Atlantis comes out and then you have some fresh like crossover stuff like Brendan mentioned uh-huh. and stuff like that. But there are, because it runs so long. There are some things that that get kind of yeah. like, well, that's fine. Um, but again, yeah, Farscape. If you watch the first episode, there's like two more episodes you need to watch in the first season. But they're all they're pretty long. I don't know. I can't remember Stargates. They I think Stargate, similar. Yeah, Stargate. The first some. that first episode. Well, the first episode of Stargate is the hour and a half like movie. Yeah. Then each episode's like that forty five minutes. Okay. But how many, know, without how many episodes are there per season? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think it's the in the twenties, right? I think so probably yeah. twenty four. There's yeah. a lot of Stargate and. Yeah. And, and again, like to build on Brian's like point of like the negative, it just all crescendos. Like, I mean, you're going to have those episodes where it's sure. kind of like, yeah, it's a little bit more like this, but like it all like builds to interesting, great things with these characters. And I think that's the big selling point of Stargate. Okay. So the last thing I'm going to ask, I, and I know the answer for Stargate. Sure. It's like when I get done with SG-1, I know that I can watch Universe and Atlantis and right. the, the TV They, they do say that like there's stuff you can look up online that as you get to a certain point in Stargate and like they start to intercross with Atlantis, yeah. then you can like go back and forth. Yeah. And like people recommend that's the best way to watch Star like SG one in Atlantis. And then Universe happens like years later. Yeah. So I know I know I can watch right. more of it. Can I watch or experience more Farscape? It's just the four seasons. Sorry, but after it? the four seasons, they have like a mini series send off, yeah. like like series finale. Okay, and that's it. You're you're you introduced. There's no and you're comic left books. There's this, no books. There's I don't no, know. Oh, I didn't look. I didn't look at that. You asked for a series, not. I'm just, I want everything from the fandom. I'm just wondering. I don't know. There might be. I mean, I'm sure there's comic books. It would lend itself perfectly to comic books, but uh, they had a, a, like a web series, but it was delayed. There was a movie that was in development, but it got delayed too. Uh, there is like a little, I think the, what is this? The Peacekeeper Wars. It's a mini, another mini series. It kind of, I think that, dumped. I think that's the, like the mini series that was like the oh, final Oh yeah, that's off. what it is. Yeah. So um, no, there, it's just the okay. four seasons and like a mini series. Yeah. So once you get in that world, you get to consume it and then, uh, fond memories. 
Mm. You can't consume it plus three other. Well, there are shows. there are some comic books and things like that, but I don't think that many. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I don't. Th- I mean, it's and not it's like set a, during the seasons and things like okay. that. It's not like yeah, extra. Yeah. So I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I think honestly, Farscape sounds like it's gonna scratch my itch more. It's the weird Vargas one. comic. That's man. what I mean. Like, <laughs> it sounds like it's. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go Farscape. Not that I think SG One sounds bad. I think it sounds really good. No, we're excited for when you watch Farscape and then watch SG One. Yeah. After you watch both, <laughs> and you bet, guys, those are both really good. Yeah. And then I'll say everyone wins. Well, but we'll save that for Especially another thing. Especially me. I win. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Like I said, space opera, you're going to like it. It's Yeah. So my, th- my thought process here is mm-hmm. it sounds like Farscape is going to be something I'm going to sit down. I'm going to super enjoy it. And SG-1 sounds like something I'm going to have hard opinions about at some point in my life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like... <laughs> I'm going to be like, yeah, Farscape is good, but someone's going to be like, I thought this episode of SG-1 was good. And I'm going to be like, excuse you? You thought that episode was good? Have you oh. watched this episode? Basically, oh, yeah. he's going to he's gonna say he, he likes Farscape a lot, but he thinks he's going to fall in love with the universe like, of SG-1. Yeah, like yeah. SG-1, I'm going to have a lot of really... Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I think Farscape is interesting and fun, but like I have not picked it back up. Whereas SG-1, I legitimately have just been running through it because I'm like... This is awesome, like so much fun yeah. to watch. But but again, both are interesting and fun. They're all right. And I'm glad uh, this has been a lot of fun for all of us, I think. <laughs> like, all parties involved. Legitimately. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Farscape. Thank you. But I'm pretty excited to watch both of them. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> no, no joke. I mean, seriously, go home tonight and just start. Like, yeah. Just pick one up and just go. I will. Yeah. So, so next time. Oh, it is me. It is you. Uh you want to run through some investigation stuff or are we doing that in another thing? I say yeah. I say we we save it because we're already hit, we're already bumping up against the forty mark. Yeah, save it, everyone. Yeah. So sa- save it, save we'll, it. We'll get you. You'll you'll what hear are, it. What are we doing for next time? You know, uh, I'll talk ahead. Let me let me look at some stuff. So zeal and ardor. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know something I did do. I went and saw the hunt. Yeah. Yesterday, with Kara, and there's something in that movie to piss off everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, pretty fun oh, movie. in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Pissed off in a good way. Yeah, like like she and I both enjoyed the movie, uh, but we we both understood that wherever you are on the political fence, if you're too far to one side, you're gonna get irritated by this movie. Interesting, <laughs> which is a good thing. Yeah, it's nice when a filmmaker can cross both paths. Yeah, and it was made by Damon Lindel- Lindelof. Lindelof, Watchmen. Oh yeah, and he like wrote- the son of Carlton Cuse, who yes. was like his like partner in like Lost and things like yeah. that. He wrote and produced the movie. Interesting. I saw there's a bunch of like big names that are in it for a little little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, um, Glenn Howerton, I think, is yep. in it. Dennis is in it. Um, the, oh, fuck. There's another comedian that's in it for like two seconds. Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz is in it. Yeah. Okay. So my debate. Sorry, I, I legitimately forgot it as we were talking about. That's this okay. Movie. You got so excited by your fud fight <laughs> seltzer. I did. <laughs> Presented by a host, Pallone. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I want since we're going on this whole like sci-fi adventure and things like that. Yeah, I want you guys to uh, to to debate to me what is better, sci-fi or fantasy. Ooh, interesting. That is gonna. That's tough. <laughs> People are gonna get mad. <laughs> Mainly me. Yeah. I'm gonna get yeah. mad. And yeah. the world is your oyster for both of these things because I I want to know. 
Any like anything that you have to support your argument, sci-fi fantasy wise, go for it. Sci-fi versus fantasy, boy, that is a that is a doozy, officer. And, it has been a doozy <laughs> of a debate. And when you say fantasy, you're talking <laughs> traditional. I'm talking yeah, like dominatrix. Oh, oh, what's up? P fetish? <laughs> no, oh. he's not the president. Got a full bladder. <laughs> didn't want to waste it. <laughs> She's got a rough chin. That on was her. a good burn, by the way. Thanks. Oh, that was really good. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking tradi- like traditional fantasy, yeah, etc. Pointy ears, elves. Give me the sci-fi part of it, because again, we're going on this like whole sci-fi train, and then now I want more. Uh, let's let's. We're let's, getting off at the station. We got to yeah. pick our pick our fur or further train. We're our going a train. little bit of a diver- diverting path. We're going on an adventure. <laughs> ah, that's you can't do it. That's fantasy. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's boy. what I want for next time. That'll be interesting. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on. All kinds of platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, lots of stuff. Everything. Um, and then social media, of course, you can find us. You can email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Debates on Tap. And you can follow us on Instagram at Debates on Pictures. And I believe we also have a Facebook now. We do. We have uh, a Facebook page. Which I'm, is just Debates on Tap? Yeah. So Facebook.com slash Debates on Tap. I'm, I'm working on it. I, I'm the one in charge of Facebook. It's very new, and there's not a lot of content there because it's very new. Yeah. So if you're there, give us some time, but give us a follow. That helps. That helps. You know, showing. I haven't been on Facebook for years, but yeah, we sh- get it, guy. No, no, but it shows you like it's kind of like Twitter and Instagram, where if you follow it, maybe your friends will see it and they'll be like, "Yes, your you friends will be follow. forced to follow it." Yeah, and that's we want to run this hive mind um, very well. So please follow us and, and let us know uh, any kind of feedback, or anything. And uh, I think that's it, right? I believe so. That's it. All right. Well, that's it. Bye.